welcome to Biswell. You are in for a treat today. We have an exciting episode, and we are speaking with John Morgan, our resident co-host of this show. John Morgan, by day, is a business development rock star, professional, and in his side, hustles include entrepreneur, angel investor, and amazing chef. And that's what we're talking to him today about cooking. So welcome to the Mobo Kitchen and John Morgan to the Biswell Podcast. Hi, good morning, Melissa. Great to have you here. I'm so excited to talk about some of your amazing creations. What are we doing today? We're talking about a pork roast. Well, we are. We're actually talking about a roast pork butt. Oh, okay. So we're going to find out a little bit more about what the difference is between a pork roast and a pork butt. So before we get into breaking it down a little bit more about what the differences are with pieces of meat and pork specifically, John, tell us a little bit about your love for cooking. You know, so living a stressful life sometimes when you travel and work and put in long hours, I've often found that coming home and being able to just explore recipes and be able to create different smells and different flavors just kind of helps me relax and kind of get rid of the stress that I feel sometimes during the week. What's your favorite thing to cook? Well, I kind of spend a lot of time at the barbecue, as you know, so I'm more of a meat guy, I think. I think I the, the flavor and the way that I can cook meat, um, I can sear it in a certain way to keep flavor in, and I enjoy kind of different kinds of ways of cooking meat, so I'd say that's probably my favorite. Great. We love the meat you cook. It's delicious, and so that's a good segue into the difference between a pork butt and a pork shoulder. So both come from the shoulder of the pig, but pork butt is higher on the foreleg while pork shoulder is further down. So tell us a little bit more about what we're cooking today. So today we're cooking an eight pound pork shoulder blade Boston butt roast. Oh my gosh, that sounds heavenly. Well, ultimately our goal is to have pulled pork for tomorrow. So we won't see the end product until then. Today we're actually seasoning the meat, we're getting it ready, we're going to get it all prepared and wrapped up in saran wrap. We're gonna let it marinate in its spices overnight and we're gonna slow cook this tomorrow starting at about noon at 200 degrees and it's gonna form a nice kind of crust on the outside so we can just pull the pork down with a fork and have it in sandwiches or have it over polenta or you can have it with mashed potatoes. There's a whole variety of things you can do. That sounds delicious. So thank you for that high level and we'll start to unpack each step that you just mentioned. John just mentioned the Boston butt or the pork butt and this is the American name for a cut of pork that comes from the upper part of the shoulder from the front leg and may contain a blade bone. So do we have a bone in our, our pork here today, John? Today we don't actually. Oh, good. I love, well, actually the bone sometimes, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, has a little bit of fat around it that helps keep it very moist. Isn't that right? It is. But if you notice, this has a beautiful blade of fat running through it. So this is going to be very, very flavorful. Okay, John, here we go. What are we doing first? Well, as you know, this past um, this past fall, I got to do a little trip to Italy with my daughter. That's right. And we went on a little culinary tour of Italy. And we had the pleasure of stopping in Tuscany and seeing Dario the Butcher. Oh, I love Dario the Butcher. And Dario, um, who's on, by the way, you can watch him on, I think it's on Netflix, isn't it? When he's on the chef's table, he's on one of those episodes. I think so. We'll put that in the show notes so people can find Dario. Yeah. And anyway, so Dario said that the first thing you need to do whenever you're going to cook is to have some red wine. Okay. So Melissa, if you're up for that, I think we're going to have a little Italian red wine. You good with that? All right. Bring on the red wine to the Mobo Kitchen. All right. Let me pour it. All right. Here we go. We're going to have a little sip of wine. That's right. A little bit of Cabernet to start our Saturday morning, Melissa. Cheers. Cheers, John. Okay. So we poured a little wine and you were telling us about your excursion to Italy and Dario. And now what is next? So we've laid out our ingredients, but before we get there, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a 
taunting smell of bacon throughout the house. Oh you my smell God, that? the bacon smells amazing. Right, so we're slow cooking a pound of bacon. Now, you might be wondering, what the, what the heck does that have to do with the recipe? Are you? Um, well, a little bit. We've got a pork roast, and now we have pork frying in the pan, so it seems like a good a good match. Right, so it actually has nothing to do with the bacon. Oh, okay. With the recipe, excuse me. It's just some bacon for a Saturday morning. It's a little crisp outside, and I thought some bacon might be good to have with our wine. Oh, <laughs> Good, thank you. I'm looking forward to bacon and wine. Who else does that on, on their Saturday morning? So next, we're going to prep the meat. So John, tell us a little bit about how you're going to prep this meat and get it prepared for the next step. So as you can see, we have a beautiful eight pound pork shoulder butt roast here, and we've patted it down. And we're going to, we're going to combine um, a bunch of ingredients. Primarily, I like to use pink Himalayan salt, pepper, um, oregano, ground cayenne pepper, ground paprika, cumin, and some fresh rosemary. Oh my gosh, delicious. Yeah, we're gonna mix everything up into a bowl, we're gonna crunch it up, and then we're going to pat dry the meat all over the top. And, and from there, we're gonna get it wrapped up. But first, we're gonna mix everything into a bowl. We're gonna get a nice amount so that we can really coat the meat with this, so it'll form a nice crust when we do that slow bake tomorrow. Sounds delicious, I can't wait. So how's that bacon, Melissa? Oh my gosh, it's so good, I, I need to stop. I've already had like two pieces. So as you know, I just came off a dry January. That's where, right, you did. Where not only did I uh, not eat any meat for a month, I did vegetarian, but I also um, didn't have any kind of alcohol during the month. So having a little bite of bacon and a little red wine today is a special treat for me. Absolutely, you were so good and so disciplined. I, I admire and respect that. You know, the whole dry January thing is something that's kind of catching on everywhere. Didn't it start in Europe somewhere? I think it did. I think actually over in London, where they're calling it January, I believe. But anyway, it's been a, uh, it was a fun month. I lost uh, about nine pounds and actually felt pretty healthy. Good for you. I know you've done that every January for a few years. It's inspiring. How are those spices going over there? They're coming on. So we don't have quite enough yet. As you can see, this roast is a big roast. And we got to be able to coat the whole thing. So put enough of or too much of any one in. Tend to do it a little bit over time so that I don't dump in one ingredient too much and kind of ruin the spice rod. Right. So right now you're pouring each of the different spices you mentioned. Correct. The cumin, the salt, the uh, king, brown king sugar. Mixing them all together, this rub is going to be amazing. I've, I've had it before. I know you've done this, and it's amazing. The only thing different we're doing this time is we are going to add a little bit of kick to this, so a little bit of cayenne, because ultimately when we serve this tomorrow night for our guests, um, we may want to add a little barbecue sauce to it. So that will mellow pretty much everything out um, after we pull the meat. We can add a little spice to this and not, and not worry about it for tomorrow. So look at the beautiful color of these spices, Melissa. You can tell that it's going to be both sweet and savory and spicy. And it's really got a nice kind of brownish red tint to it. So when we, we start dabbing this all over the outside of this pork, when this cooks, it's going to give it that nice dark brown kind of reddish crust on the meat. It's going to be awesome. It looks gorgeous. It reminds me of those mountains you were just in in Sedona. Arizona where the rocks were this color that almost looked this orangey red. It's gorgeous. Yes, it does remind me of that. All right, so before we, we put our spices on, I think it's probably time to taste this uh, this wine one more time. All right, well, actually, I haven't tasted it at all, so this will be my first taste. Cheers. Cheers. Where did this come from? What kind of wine is this? So this is actually made by one of the makers of Mondavi Wines. It's an off-label, and um, we found it on a special online where um, it ordinarily sells for about $65 a bottle, and we got it for $20 a bottle. I love you that you're a bargain shopper. Well, it's delicious, and uh, sometime we'll do what we need to do in our next episode of the Mobo Kitchen and Biswell Podcast 
is talk about some of our favorite wine clubs. Wouldn't that, that, that would be a great episode. That would be great. And now I think we're ready to start actually patting our, our spices onto the meat. Okay, so next, what are we up to here? So we made our spice mix. We have our meat, and we patted it down dry. I've actually put a couple little holes in the meat with a fork, just kind of prick it a little bit to give it some openings for the spices to go in. And I will mention, even though we're going to be cooking the meat, I'm a nut about washing my hands. Washing my hands when I cook, so I've already washed my hands about 20 times during this process. I just like cleanliness in the kitchen. Which is good to mention because especially with pork or any meats, it's constantly having to wipe up. Do not use your same sponge you wash your dishes with. Use those little hand towels and or paper towels. It's a great point. And if you notice, we have bleach over there in the counter ready to spray and do our cleanup. So we're going to make sure that we have everything nice and clean when we're done. So we're going to go ahead now. We're going to start spraying this on. We're going to spread it generously. Then we're going to kind of pat it down. And remember, the rest of the, what we're doing today is we're really just going to wrap this up in saran wrap. And we're going to let this sit overnight and let these spices kind of get right into the meat. It's going to create just a gorgeous crust on this tomorrow. And again, we'll start this about noontime at a very low temperature. And it's going to cook probably around six hours. That looks amazing. Those of you listening, check out our website, Biswell Podcast. You can see this live video of John patting down this amazing pork roast with this just delicate but savory spices all mixed together, coating it and patting it down as he goes. As you can see, looks like we made up just enough of our spice because we got to get a nice even coat over the top of this. And what I do is, it some always spills off on the plate, so now we have enough that's on the plate to be able to rub it and dip it onto both sides so that the entire piece of meat is going to be coated now with these spices. So with that, kind of good to go and we're ready to get this thing wrapped into some uh, saran wrap and put in the fridge overnight. All right. In case we don't take off tomorrow and pick up part two of this, after it goes in the refrigerator overnight, it's resting, it's it's absorbing all those amazing little spices. What's going to happen tomorrow? So tomorrow about 12 o'clock, we're going to preheat our oven at about 200 degrees. We're going to put this on a rack on a cookie sheet and we're going to let this start cooking at about noontime and we're going to take it out of the oven when it reaches, oh, I think about 180 degrees. 180, okay. Yeah. And then let it sit, and it'll slowly cook a little bit more. Never hurts to have pork, although this will be nice and moist. To have your pork a little bit, uh, a little bit on the overcooked side versus the undercooked side. So we're going to um, let it cook for that length of time, and then we're essentially going to shred the meat right off with a fork. Nice old pork. We're going to pull it right off, right off the bone here with. Uh, and off the roast with a fork. Delicious. We can't wait to try it tomorrow, and we'll put a picture in of the finished goods. Once it's marinated, the rub has absorbed, and we cook it and pull it. We will share it with all of you. Excellent. Well, thank you, John, for joining us on the Bisbal Podcast and in the Mobo Kitchen. Melissa, it was a pleasure being here. I'm looking forward to our next episode when we talk one of our favorite things. Wine, wine tasting. Yes, we belong to many wine clubs in Napa, and we can't wait to share those wine tasting notes and experiences with you on the next time. Thank you, John. Thank you for tuning into the Biswell Podcast. And if you want to see more pictures and videos of our Mobo Kitchen Biswell Podcast live, go to our website at www.m, as in Melissa Botello, mbbiswell.com. I'll put it in the show notes so you can check out John's video. And we'll make a link to his recipe rub for this pork shoulder. Thanks for tuning in.